everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and I want to thank you all uh, real quick before I dive into this week's episode for following me through Ed- uh, Land, Im- Imagination Land, the trilogy that um, just went through. I hope you guys enjoyed it because it was really an interesting adventure to do and excuse me and it was just you know a cha- I'll say it was I'll, I'll admit it's a challenge but it was still a fun challenge to do so we have two episodes left for season 11 uh the episode that I'll be reviewing here this week and the season finale next episode now Today, uh, the episode that I'm going to be reviewing is called Guitar Quero, which is obviously a play on Guitar Hero. Normally, I will save the describing of something during the episode. However, because I love this video game, this is one of my favorite video games of the last 15 years. Um... I want to talk about this game and the impact that it had on video games, really. So, Guitar Hero came out here in North America on November 8th, 2005, Europe on April 7th, 2006, and Australia on June 15th, 2006. Uh, This was a game developed by Harmonix and published by Red Octane for the PlayStation 2. Um, The game features a guitar-shaped controller, which is resembling a Gibson SG, that the player uses to play or to simulate playing rock music. So, that's really the concept of the game. That's all it is. The reception that it got is outstanding. Game rankings gave it a 91.96%. Metacritic gave it a 91 out of 100 OneUp.com gave it an A+. Eurogamer gave it an 8 out of 10. GameSpot gave it a 9 out of 10. GameSpy gave it 4.5 out of 5 stars. IGN gave it a 9.2 out of 10. And Play gave it a 10 out of 10. Now, awards. Oh my goodness. Uh, It was very, very popular, very successful, and it got a lot of awards. IGN put it in its best of 2005, and it was named Best Music Game, Best PlayStation 2 Music Game, Best Licensed Soundtrack, Best Licensed Soundtrack for the PlayStation 2, Best Offline Multiplayer Game, Best PlayStation 2 Offline Multiplayer Game, and Best Gaming Peripheral for the Mini Gibson SG Controller. GameSpot had it in its best and worst of 2005 list, awarding it best puzzle rhythm game, most metal, and reader's choice best puzzle rhythm game. The Game Developer's Choice Awards honored Guitar Hero for its excellence in audio and excellence in game innovation. The Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences, uh, yeah, I didn't know that that was actually a thing. Anyway, uh, in their 2005 Interactive Achievement Awards, honored Guitar Hero 
with game of the year, outstanding achievement in game design, outstanding achievement in gameplay engineering, and outstanding achievement in soundtrack. And the 2005 Spike TV Video Game Awards gave it best soundtrack. And the soundtrack in this first game is almost a who's who of legendary rock songs. And I actually have the list right here. Ace of Spades, Motorhead, Bark at the Moon, Ozzy Osbourne, Cochise, or Cochise, however you pronounce it, Audio Slave, Cowboys from Hell, Pantera, Crossroads, Cream, Fat Lips, Someone 41, Frankenstein, the Edgar Winter Group, Godzilla, Blue Oyster Cult, Heart Full of Black, Burning Brides, Hey You, The Exes, Higher Ground, Red Hot Chili Peppers, I Love Rock and Roll, Joan Jen and the Blackhearts, I Want to Be Sedated, The Ramones, Infected, Bad Religion, Iron Man, Black Sabbath, Killer Queen, Queen, More Than a Feeling, Boston, No One Knows, Queens of the Stone Age, Sharp Dressed Man, ZZ Top, Smoke on the Water, Deep Purple, Spanish Castle Magic by Jimi Hendrix and the Jimi Hendrix Experience, Stellar, Incubus, Symphony of Destruction, Megadeth, Take It Off, The Donnas, Take Me Out, Franz Ferdinand, Texas Flood, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Thunderkiss 65, White Zombie, Unsung, Helmet, You've Got Another Thing Coming, Judas Priest, and Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie. And they also had bonus songs that uh, came out as well. Um, pretty, pretty much, these were songs that came out in two thousand, like from 2000 to 2005, but I did want to mention that. And as far as the series goes, um, how the series did, because after this game, the first one, they had Guitar Hero 2, Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock, Guitar Hero World Tour, Guitar Hero 5, Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock, and Guitar Hero Live. They also did some band-centric games, only three of them. They had, in 2008, Guitar Hero Aerosmith, and in 2009, Guitar Hero Metallica and Van Halen. They also had a spin-off of Guitar Hero called DJ Hero. Uh, they did only two games of that, DJ Hero in 2009 and DJ Hero 2 in 2010. But I think the main thing here is this game, this franchise ran for 10 years and put out a lot of games which is quite an accomplishment i think for any video game series so big ups to guitar hero the people that worked on it it was a lot of a, a lot of work there that needed to be done and they did an unbelievable job well now that i've talked about one of my favorite games of like I said, the last 15 years, probably one of my favorite games of all time. Let's dive into this week's episode, Guitar Quiro. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on November 7th, 2007. So we start our episode at Stan's house where the boys are there as they see Stan and Kyle playing Guitar Hero and they're playing Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas. Now, Randy is a little interested in this, 
And we find out that Stan and Kyle got the money together to buy the game. So after they play Carry On Wayward Son, Randy tells the guys that he could play real guitars. You know, he could play real guitar. So he plays a little bit of Carry On Wayward Son, and Randy actually sounds pretty good. To which the boys are like, oh, we really don't care. It, this is stupid, Dad. And Randy actually tries to convince them that he could teach them to play the guitar. To which Carmen gives one of the best lines. He's like, real guitar are for old people. Wow. Way to put down an entire generation. So, the goal that Stan and Kyle have is to try to break 100,000 points. We'll see how they do in a minute. Now, that night, Randy cannot sleep, so he decides, you know, I'm going to try and play Guitar Hero myself, and he's going to try to play Carry On Wayward Son. Let's listen in and hear how Randy kind of destroys the hopes and dreams of his generation. You always try, but you just fail miserably. Okay, so, uh, the next day, the boys actually break 100,000 points while playing Carry On Wayward Son. And all of a sudden, a, a talent agent comes by. He finds out literally seconds like after they do it that they broke 100,000 points. So he gets... Stan and Kyle as clients and takes them to a recording artist. Now he plays Carry On Wayward Son, but the agent, whose name is Charles Kincaid, says that these guys just broke a hundred thousand points on Guitar Hero. So the recording agent is like, hmm, that's very good. How about you boys come over to my party tonight at my mansion? I'll have you as my guest of honor. So that night, they go over, and basically it's a sex and drugs kind of party. And, you know, they meet up with all these different people. They see a news anchor. They see a jewelry, you know, a jeweler, um, furniture salesman. And they even meet... Denver Broncos quarterback Jay Cutler, to which Stan says to Jay Cutler, you kind of suck, but my dad says you might be good someday, to which Cutler replied, oh, well, thanks, kid. Now, let's talk about Jay Cutler real quickly, because he doesn't stay in Denver that long, because he stays for one more year. Because this episode is in 2007, he stays till 2008. 
in 2009, he is uh, traded to the Chicago Bears. And that's where he spends the majority of his years, is with the Chicago Bears. And he even gets them, believe it or not, to the NFC Championship game before losing to the eventual world champions that year, Green Bay Packers. After the 2016 season, he goes for one more year and plays with the Miami Dolphins. Now, Cutler originally, in May of that year, announced his retirement and was hired by Fox Sports to be a commentator. However, the quarterback at the time of the Miami Dolphins, Ryan Tannehill, suffered a a season-ending injury and the Dolphins reached out to Cutler to say, hey, why don't you come back, why don't you come play football one more time and play, you know, play with us. So he does, and in week two of that season, the Miami Dolphins win their first game, beating the Chargers 19-17 to with Cutler as quarterback. And that's really the highlight of his final year. Jay Cutler... Overall, played for three teams, was in the Pro Bowl in 2008, was named among the 100 greatest Chicago Bears of all time, which is very interesting because I know, or I think I know, a lot of people hated him in Chicago. Uh, His career stats, he had almost 5,000 passing attempts, 3,000 passing completions, 62%. He threw for 35,133 yards, 227 touchdowns to 160 interceptions and had a passer rating of 85.3. Okay, so Stan and Kyle, after meeting Jay Cutler, they've realized they've made it. They've made the big time. And now the goal is to break a million points. So while they're practicing, Kyle is, you know, is asked to look for a new guitar when the agent tells Stan that you're real good. You can break a million points. Kyle's holding you back. So the agent decides that he needs to get a new partner. So they go to a restaurant and they meet Thad Jarvis. And he could play Guitar Hero acoustically, which is actually kind of funny. So... Um, Stan is like, can you play Buckethead? And it just click, 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 And then he's like, so now Stan has a new person to break, to try to break the million points. So. Stan and Thad are practicing in front of the boys when Kyle comes over and he sees that he's been replaced. And he'd been sick. He admitted it. He'd been sick. But Stan is like, look, I've got to break this. I've got to break a million points. And Kyle was kind of holding him back. So, you know, Kyle is just upset. He leaves and... Stan and Thad keep practicing. 
So Stan goes to the mall. He goes to the video game store where he bought Guitar Hero and is looking up a magazine and he talks to a guy named Brett who's behind the counter and Stan's a little stressed out. You know, he's like, ah, you know, this whole trying to break a million points thing is just stressing me out. So Brett says, I got something that can ease you. How about heroin hero where the object is you chase the dragon but you never get the dragon <laughs> so stan plays it and it's so funny because and it, this is a fake game obviously so you see the dragon and you and you see an arm and the guy's you know trying to inject himself and it's like oh my lord you've got to be kidding me so Kyle is seen at a bowling alley where he plays Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison. And a couple of kids want to play, but then they realize, wait a minute, you're Kyle Broflovsky. You broke 100000 You know, we're just going to let you go. And Kyle takes a break, he gets a drink, and he talks to the head of the bowling alley. And the bowling alley, or the, you know, the guy's like, look, kid, you're fantastic. You're amazing. How about you play on weekend nights and, you know, I'll just give you the coins and you can play Guitar Hero, you know, because we need some business. So Stan is practicing with Thad, I Want to Be Sedated by the Ramones. And this is the song that they're going to play to try to break a million points. And Stan is just messing up. And Stan just gets into this, you know, bit of rage. He's like, you know, I don't need you, I don't need you, and Thad quits, and it's so funny, because he, he's like this, I quit, 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 so as Stan is talking to Kincaid, Kincaid finds that Stan has a copy of Heroin Hero, and it's like, oh, no, it's not what it seems, it, you know, it eases up, and, you know, Kincaid's upset, and he's like, look, we put a lot of time into this. You know, you can't be doing this game. You cannot be doing it. So, we get to Stan's house. It's the day of the attempt of the million-point break. And he's been playing Heroin Hero. So, Kincaid gets over there. He sees what's happening, and he's like, Wake up, kid! Wake up! You've only got ten minutes until to perform! Which I guess is a quick sunset because when, when um, when that scene happens, it's bright daylight. But when the performance happens, it's at night, which is kind of weird. So now the performance is going to happen. Stan had requested to change the song from "I Want to Be Sedated" to "Surrender" by Cheap Trick. So. You know, his friends are there, his agent is there, the record producer is there, and they see Stan try to break it. He is an absolute mess. He cannot do it, and everyone leaves. The record producer goes to Kincaid, and he's like, Next time you bring me talent, bring me someone who is talented. And then you see... The agent gets so mad at Stan because, you know, the video game audience is booing him. 
And he's like, you blew it! You had it all! You blew it! And then for some reason, Stan pukes? I guess it's trying to show the, oh, he was, you know, doing heroin and he threw up, you know, kind of, even though he didn't really, he was just playing the game. So Stan is now at rock bottom. So Stan goes back to the video game store and he's like, I'm done. I am done with this game. I'm done with Guitar Hero. Heron Hero really didn't help me. And then the and then Brett is like, well, how about I give you Rehab Hero? <laughs> Which is so dumb, but it's a great joke. And Stan's like, just give me a car game. Just give me a driving game. So Stan is driving. And this is so funny because... I, I caught this, and I and I wonder if our listeners caught this as well. When he is playing, the song that is playing first is You and Me, Girl, from Spontaneous Combustion, which is absolutely hilarious. I'm like, oh my god, they're actually playing this song. So then the radio plays Carry On, Wayward Son, and they mention, you know, the two kids that broke 100,000 points. wonder whatever happened to them. So we get a nice driving montage stan is driving and he kind of sees kyle and you know he puts on the brakes and he quote-unquote gets out of the car and he goes to the bowling alley to see kyle Broflovsky. although the way it's spelled it's spelled like barflovsky which again funny little note so kyle plays i remember you by skid row and Stan is there to see him perform, and Stan wants to talk to Kyle. And Kyle was like, I'm taking a five-minute break. So they have this discussion, and it's like, Stan, or Kyle's like, I don't need you, Stan. To which Stan's like, I know. I need you. And he apologizes to Kyle for everything that happened, and he wants to break a million points with Kyle. So they agree to do it. The head of the bowling alley is like, go ahead, Kyle. You've got this, you know. So they get their guitars. They're about to, you know, plug in, play. And Randy's playing Heroin Hero. (laughs) Maybe he needs Rehab Hero. So Stan and Kyle, they're playing. The boys are coming into the house And Stan and Kyle, they break a million points. They do it. They finally do it. And at the end, you know, after they've broken it, it's like, Congratulations! You are fags! And Stan and Kyle are just disappointed. And they're like, that, that's it? That, that, that's all it is. So Kyle leaves... And then Stan (laughs) follows him, and he leaves. And then Carmen and Butters are like, eh, let's play. And then Butters ends the episode by telling Cartman that he gets to betray Carmen after the sex and drugs party. And that is the end of Guitar Quero. Um, Before I get into my thoughts of the episode, I I do want to mention a couple other songs that were used in this episode. Cherry Pie by Warren, Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine, Jordan by Buckethead, Woman by Wolfmother, Video Prick by Deep Wound, uh, Pretty Vacant by 
Sex Pistols, and I did mention John the Fisherman, but I didn't mention the band. It's Primus, the band that you you know that sings the opening theme song to the show. Very good. A lot of terrific songs used on this. This is such an underrated episode of South Park. It is so good. This is one of those episodes where it hits the perfect timing of what the theme of the episode is in the time that it's in. Because I don't know if you can do this kind of an episode in the 2020s. I don't know. But this is such a fun episode to watch from beginning to end. It is so fun. And I loved the episode. I loved the game. Um, I didn't tell you guys the first time I bought Guitar Hero um, I was in New York City and I went to the Toys R Us in Central or uh, you know downtown New York uh, Times Square back when the Toys R Us was there and I got the, the box like the big box it had the game in it and it was so cool because I was with my college and we went to New York twice a year this was the spring trip um and you know i just I, I had to get the game but this episode is so good i'm giving this a 10 i love this episode it is so great the song selection is great the story plot is great because not only are they making fun of guitar hero they're also making fun of the whole like music movie genre you know you had the different cliches the two friends they you know they get to the top then one breaks off and then one hits rock bottom it's just a very fun episode to watch i think it's one of them like i said one of the more underrated episodes that south park may have ever done i love it And I give, like I said, I give this a 10 out of 10. Okay, so got to go into cultural references and talk about the reception before I go to IMDb. The celebrities that the boys meet at the party, besides Jay Cutler, are real-life Colorado celebrities. Ron Zappolo, who was from KDVR News, though he's recognized as being from Channel 4, where he had not worked since the late 1980s. Jake Jabs is the president of American Furniture Warehouse and Diamond Mogul Tom Shane. So those are real people. Stan's new guitar hero partner Thad saying, I quit, I quit, I quit, I quit, is a reference to the movie That Thing You Do. And Stan's manager, Charles Kincaid, is a reference to Reuben Kincaid of the Partridge family. And even though look and even looks like him. While the record company executive is a reference to the Colonel James from the film boogie nights this episode drew four million total viewers was the most watched telecast of the year on comedy central holy crap as well as the most watched program in all of television for wednesday night among men 18 to 34 and the most watched program on cable among persons 18 to 49 the episode was the highest rating since Cartman's mom is still a dirty slut. That's nine years. Nine years after that episode. And this episode beat the previous record holder, Imagination Land Episode 3, that aired a week 
prior. Despite some good ratings, the episode received mediocre reviews. IGN called it a lackluster episode, saying that it was based on a concept that could have proved fun, but ultimately doesn't seem to be enough for an entire episode. 411 Mania also criticized the episode, saying that the first 21 and a half minutes weren't funny at all, claiming that the last line of the episode was the best part. Mm. TV Squad, on the other hand, gave the episode a somewhat positive review. A portion of the episode was used on NPR's Day to Day to discuss the idea that the popularity and interest in video games like Guitar Hero 3, which had come out 10 days after or 10 days prior to this ep episode aired, or Rock Band could supplant or supplant traditional instruments for kids. And the New York Times identified Guitar Hero's reference in the episode as the most effective TD TV product placement for that week. Alright, let's go to IMDB and see what they thought of this episode. Over 2,500 people gave this episode a rating. The average rating is an 8.4 out of 10. 654 people gave it a 10. That's going to be the grade I give it this week. 674 people gave it a 9, so it's really, really close. 639 people gave it an 8, so it's real close right there. 36 people gave it a 1. Huh. Uh, for males, the average rating is an 8.3. Its highest demographic is 18 to 29, with an average rating of an 8.5. Meanwhile, for females... The average rating is an 8.8, .8, with its highest demographic being 30 to 44 years old. Their average rating is an 8.8. .8. So, pretty positive ratings on IMDb. Now, let's go to the reviews, and I cannot wait to read these reviews. So, let's start off with King M. Freak, who wrote, and this is from 2007, so this is the earliest review. This season, South Park has had many great episodes. A good sign there's a lot of life left in them. But unfortunately, South Park has hit a downturn and probably the least interesting episode of the season, though we'll have to see what next week brings. It's kind of hard to blame Matt and Trey for not having anything original in this episode since they just came off the massive and impressive Imagination Land trilogy, probably one of the greatest South Park storylines. But when I saw the announcement that Guitar Hero was their next target, I was excited for some new and original biting commentary on the game. Instead, the story follows the overdone arc of the rise and fall of rock stars. It's fine when South Park uses cliched storylines, but only when they have a new way to do them. I don't much like Stanley's Cup, which finished off the 10th season, but I do admit I admire how the episode ripped on the Mighty Ducks sports formula in a very shocking way. The closest that this episode comes to shocking is Stan and Kyle attending coke and sex parties. Basically, Stan and Kyle reach 100,000 points on Guitar Hero and are signed up to try and smash a million points live, kind of like Steve Webb from King of Kong. Then, Kyle gets replaced and Stan and Kyle have a row, but in the end, decide their, decide their friendship is more important. At the end of the episode, they do manage to reach a million points, but instead of unlocking superstardom, which I guess is what happens, the game tells them that they are fags. 
<laughs> okay, so people who play Guitar Hero are fags. That's real original. It feels like Matt and Trey weren't even trying. But like I said, I guess they needed a break after Imagination Land. Well, they might need might have needed that break. I don't know. Gangsta Hippie wrote, Guitar Quiro is the second to last episode of Season 11. This episode spoofs the popular Guitar Hero video game series, as well as rock stars in general. Stan and Kyle are excellent at Guitar Hero and reach 100,000 points. Afterwards, a record producer comes and asks them to beat a million points. They start hanging out with all the celebrities and the life seems, well, until Stan betrays Kyle after a talk with the producer. Stan then buys a game called Heroin Hero and becomes addicted to it. This causes him to play worse and eventually lose his million points. He then does some thinking and asks Kyle for forgiveness and if they can play again as friends. The ending of this episode is fairly funny and the character Randy is hilarious as usual. The episode has a fairly good soundtrack of actual songs such as Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas and John the Fisherman by Primus. The episode is pretty funny and interesting as well. Overall, a good South Park episode. Alright, uh, next review is from Serpent Shallow, who wrote, I can't help but feel like this episode is somewhat of an allegory to the real-life relationship between the creators, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I believe it is no secret, and no offense to Stone whatsoever, that Parker has more artistic influence to the series, since he directed and wrote most of the episodes, including the movies, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, and Team America World Police, and music for South Park. Now don't get me wrong, I think that South Park wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for the both of them. But since Stan and Kyle are Parker and Stone's alter egos, alter egos, I think it is very possible that their real life relationship has reached that point which is described in this episode somewhere in the recent past and they tried to cope with it or get closure on it by processing it into a South Park episode. Just my two cents. Hmm, never really thought of it that way. Interesting. Uh, next review is from Sir Chaos1224, who wrote, This episode was very funny to me, and I watched it with my friends who are not avid South Park fans like myself. They loved the episode, and they are the kind of people that would find a reason to not like something. Maybe we, regular viewers, have higher standards of South Park episodes. But considering they just got off of Imagination Land, as you said, I think they are entitled to a break from originality and to just make a fun episode, similarly to the season's ending episode, The List. For me, it was far from disappointing. I'm also a big video game fan, and I had a bias against Guitar Hero before this episode aired, so maybe I enjoyed it too much for different reasons. Oh well, that's my two cents. Alright, uh, Rain Dog Jr. wrote, I play the guitar. I've played Guitar Hero on Xbox, and I really laughed with this episode. I clearly remember that when Guitar Hero was the game to play in my house, my cousin once said something like, Imagine a kid who is great to play Guitar Hero, and now he thinks he will be awesome with the guitar. Well, during this episode, both Stan and Kyle are the ones that rocks in the game and the ones that will have their own rock and roll experience. I love the very first minutes of this episode, practically thanks to Stan's dad, Randy. I think it was great since he represents anyone who barely knew something about video games. But when they saw that a game with the guitar as control, excuse me, 
was out was out there, their attention was gained. So Randy is a fellow who loves rock music, and who knows how to play of the songs from the game with the guitar. But of course, he will not impress the kids, and eventually he will find out that he sucks at the game. Then we have classic stuff that is quite fun. The top example is the game Heroin Hero that Stan will play once he's already a rock star. But everything is classic stuff from the manager, the producer who barely knows what is Guitar Hero, but certainly that two kids scored 100,000 points sounds pretty impressive. These kids are playing? No, it is Kansas, but these kids. The disintegration, the, the, the decadence, and the reunion for the good old times to finally be fags. The music was certainly terrific, especially the acoustic versions by the new partner of Stan. I really like this episode. And the final review is from Jimmel98, who wrote, I just watched this episode of South Park for at least the fourth time. For fun, I went on this site to see if after all these years, anyone else noticed the blatant references to Boogie Nights. I've never seen that comparison mentioned here and still haven't. I'm shocked. The producer, or whatever, the episode ended half an hour ago, I forgot, is so obviously the colonel from Boogie Nights, and the cocktail party is, is clearly from that movie. It's brilliant. The episode is terrific. I really enjoyed it and saw the comparison to so many other movies. It's awesome. But since no one prior to this mentioned the Boogie Nights reference before, I had to submit this. I've never been disappointed by South Park and don't expect to ever be. I'll stop here. Those who say South Park has lost it are obviously out of touch with reality and the simple fact that some episodes may not work for them but that means nothing in the grand scheme. Wow, he's watched it four times at least. Very interesting. Um, but you know what? At the end of the day, for me, this was a terrific episode. And like I said, the best way to describe this is it's an era-type episode. The game is in a certain era. It probably could only have been done, like I said, in 2007. I don't know if it could have been done in today's times. Well, uh, let's do quick plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. And you can join the Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar and boom, you're right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. Next time, it is the season finale of South Park. Yes, it is the season 11 finale of South Park. As the girls come up with not just a list, but the list. That is next episode here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode. I am Bill, you've been listening to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, and I'll talk to you all next time.